Once upon a time. What is going on? Who's making all this noise? You don't like the music I picked for today? It's a little different. What comes to mind, though, when you hear this? I did this on purpose. What do you think of? Like a movie. (laughs) I'll take it. All right. (laughs) I'll turn that off for now. There's a reason I played that, though. That's going to tie into something I want to talk about in a little bit. But before we get to New Year's, because that's where we are... What is it? It's New Year's Eve today, right? New Year's Eve. I've almost kind of lost sight of what day it is because we've been... Got to go back to work. Well, we've been cleaning all day, so we haven't done our normal New Year's Eve festivities. But let's go back and talk about Christmas really quickly. If you had to sum up the Christmas season in one word, what would you choose? Exhausting. Not in a bad way. Yeah. I don't I think that kind of fits too. I was going to say blur. Something was just different this year. With the busyness, right? Yeah. yeah. I know. When I started my Advent study back right after Thanksgiving, that was one of the things I wanted to focus on was slowing down. And it's almost like Satan was like, nope, don't. It that's was, not gonna happen for some reason it was just seemed extra busy this year yeah and i was really excited right after thanksgiving i felt like we had a good amount of time to plan and and to do the things that we were wanting to do with watching movies and and everything we and didn't hardly we, watch we any watched movies, one though. movie we didn't have hot chocolate as like there's so many things that we didn't <clears throat> do because i don't think we slowed down enough There ended up being too many things on the schedule, and I picked up a project. Yes, you did. I'm sorry. We'll talk about that later. Mm. What What would you say? It was still obviously a good Christmas. It was a good Christmas when you step back and look at it. But Mm. so, what would you say is the high of the Christmas season for you? Um, It's It's always just spending time with family. I know, but did you slow down enough to enjoy it? I did. I mean. The couple days that we actually did things as a family in in regards to Give me an example. the extended family. You know, so going over to your brother's house, going to church. <laughs> because we didn't have to stand in the kitchen and That's cook. That's probably true as well. But we did have... <laughs> that was a moment we didn't you know, have to do something. You know, your parents were here and there was a few moments of, of just hanging out. See, I felt like for me, I had an out-of-body experience a lot of the times. not okay so maybe i'm using the wrong words to describe that i felt so busy it was almost like i was watching my life in a movie instead of me being present i don't know so the high for me i don't know like i feel like when i was still working up until the week before christmas i had pretty high expectations of what christmas break was going to two weeks off And so I was feeling pretty good. We had just gone the weekend before to see for King and Country, which was our first time ever seeing them perform. But it was great because they did their Christmas songs. But then they also did the stuff that we recognized from the radio. And if you like any of their music, or even if you don't like their music or you've never heard them, they, they are great entertainers. And I... 
I am not one for, I don't even know what you would categorize them as, but I've never been one to say I enjoy contemporary Christian music, like the radioized Christian music that they have. But I felt like that concert was probably one of the better mm-hmm. ones that I've been to. So that, I, I think that that was probably my high. I feel like that was the first time during the Christmas season that we went and I just kind of unplugged from everything for a couple hours while we listened to music and watched them perform. So that was great. What would you say the low of the whole season was for you? Probably that it it went so quickly because we were so busy that I don't know that I was able to enjoy as many moments and evenings as I would like to have. So just feeling we would, like it went by fast. Yes. I, I f- honestly feel like we had something to do almost every day. Mm-hmm. Almost every day. At least up until Christmas. Well, even I since mean, we Christmas. usually like would put a puzzle together or... We you weren't know, home watch. a lot. I think that's what it was. Right? We had... Mm. Well, then what, would, what, would, what did well, we do when we were home if we weren't putting a puzzle and doing all the stuff that we'd normally do? Well, we were... Taking on your project. <laughs> I knew which, this was going to come back to me somehow. So. Okay, can we just talk about the project now and get that quickly, out of the way? Yeah. Okay. So for this year's Christmas party, Brent and I, it's kind of become traditional now for the past few years that we host our small groups Christmas party. It's something we enjoy doing and we just kind of taken it over i mean i've told people in my group if they ever want to host one year they're more than welcome to and i joke about them having to yank it out of my (laughs) my grip but we accumulated is that the right word i guess that's not the right word we inherit we collect i don't know what you're you're talking about okay so. so our group in the past has been five adults no. Oh, I think I Five know Five couples, so yes. We've... So 10 adults. So this past year, we... Added. Added. That just sounds like such a simple word. <laughs> no, <laughs> no offense. Thanks for we, my vocabulary. We acquired, is that the right word? I don't know. Anyway, so there are a total of 12 of us now. And in the past, I... So hospitality is not, I joke about this, but hospitality is not my spiritual gift. Um, But giving is my spiritual gift and gifts is my love language. And so I talked this through with my mom one time. I said, I don't understand because hospitality, like it doesn't come naturally to me. And my mom, she gave me a new perspective. She said, yeah, but it's not, you're not acting out of hospitality. You're, You're gifting people with something when they come into your home. Like that's what it is. So anyway, all of that to say, in the past with 10 people, we have a dining table that seats with the leaf in it, seats eight people. And we, I, I love creating a nice aesthetic tablescape. I'm, I, I just, I like for people to, to, feel special. to feel special. I want them to feel like an honored guest when they come into our home. And so, I try to make the table visually appealing. 
which is not a big deal that it only seats eight because I would set the table for eight so everybody could see it and enjoy it when they came over. And Brett and I are always the last to fix our plates. And so we would just pull up an extra chair to each of the corners of our dining table. No problem. Well, with 12 people this year, that was going to be, we had, we, tossed around a couple different scenarios because we would ideally like to have everybody sit at the same table but there was no way to do that other than use a folding table that we already had we tried to do a couple different configurations and I wasn't pleased with how the tablescape was going to look trying to because we have a wider table it's unusually what your, wide. What your table. normal table would be. A lot it's of like dining room tables are 36 inches. We have a 42 inch. Yes. And so I just didn't like the way it felt. And I didn't want certain people to be stuck down, even though we were going to have tablecloths on it. Anyway, all of that to say, we then played with the idea of bringing in our kitchen table into the dining room and just having two separate tables. But the more we thought about it, we really wanted to have everybody at the same table. And... The only way to do that, I tried to get Brent to build an extension for the dining table, but he didn't want to have to create the legs from scratch and just buying table legs already pre-made. It was going to, the project probably would have cost us around like two, 200 bucks, 200 bucks sure. maybe. And I said, oh, let's not do that. I'm scrolling through Facebook one day and I'm telling you social media, they're li- our phones are listening to us. I'm scrolling through Facebook and somebody has listed on Facebook Marketplace our exact same dining table that they're getting rid of. The 42 inches, everything. And I just about jumped out of my pants. And I told Brett, I said, you got to go get this table. And it was beat up and it had some some cosmetic things that you needed to fix first. But I mm. was able over the course, it was pretty quick turnaround, would you we say? We bought it like I, a, what, a week? A week before the party was supposed to happen. And I turned it around in four days. four days, maybe. So we took the seats, the original, which was great. Okay, so we chalk painted mm. it and our dining table that we originally had bought was a, you know, a regular wood color with black upholstered seats about, was it three or four years ago? Mm-hmm three or four years ago, um, kind of changing the color scheme in my house. And so I chalk painted the table and the chairs and we reupholstered them. And so to me, I'm looking at this table and I says, this is, I say, this is great. We can just chalk paint it the same way I did the original table. Are you laughing at me? Cause I'm talking with my hands, <laughs> <Yeah>, <laughs> even so though nobody can see. can see me. And we're, I order the vinyl to reupholster. Anyway, it's a process because you have to TSP, you have to sand it down, you have to Very do... Very lightly. It's yes. not a whole lot of sanding, but... But you still have to sand. And then you do the two separate coats of paint, and then you have to wait 24 hours to do the whitewash, which is a finish that I like. And then you have to wait another 24 hours and do the wax coat. And so... And I think I did two wax coats on the chairs because they take a little bit of a beating. I knew the table wouldn't because it was going to have a tablecloth. Anyway, all of that to say, we were finishing reupholstering the chairs the, the morning of. of the party. Like we didn't even have every, which is why I say it was just go, go, go this Christmas season. 
And we're still married after reupholstering the, yes. the second set of chairs. So we that's said, something to say. We said after we reupholstered, and reupholstering is not a hard thing to do, but we said after we reupholstered the first set of dining chairs, we would never take that project on again. We'd rather pay somebody. Not because it was hard. We just lost our patience with each other so much because <clears> you <throat> have to work together to do it. Well, well, Brent now figured out how to do it on his own without me. So we're we're... Doing we're, in, we're in a better place now. Much better place. So anyway, that was, what were we even talking about? The low of the, the season. Low. And for me, leading up to the Christmas party, I started not feeling well. And I think it was because I was run down just from the constant go, go, go. And um, after the party, I was in bed for almost three days, just sick. And so I feel like I lost three days of my Christmas break. It was finally, the party was over and now we could do some things and slow down and be around the house. But I just didn't, I just wanted to lay in bed. And so anyway, let's change gears. Well, not really gears. Tell me, like, what was your favorite gift that you got this year? By the way, I, Brent and I did not exchange. We did stockings, but we did I, not exchange. Well, he cheated. He did get me a tree gift. He got me two tree gifts and didn't tell me. Surprise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Spending money to spend money. So... My favorite gift, I don't really know because I don't remember everything that I got, but I do like the gift cards because I can always get, I did get a lot of gift cards for Amazon and and um, Home Depot. So those are probably my favorites because I was able to just buy different tools that I wanted and things that I probably wouldn't normally go spend the money on, but... That was my, probably my favorite. Okay. What was yours? Your surprise gifts? Uh, probably. I mean, I bought everything that I got, except for the two gift cards that you got me that you shouldn't have. But I, Shouldn't I, mean, I have? Well, and I feel like <laughs> most of what I got for myself for my stocking was just items that I need and just went ahead and got them so I don't have to get them later on in January, February. I did like my jeans too. That was a good one. I liked everything. Who I got you jeans? Your dad? Yeah. It wasn't me, yeah. mm-hmm. right? No. Okay, I was going to say that that would be an unusually large stocking stuffer. Not because <laughs> not because you're large. I'm just uh, saying. By wow. The ta- by the time <laughs> Wow, let's move on to the next By the thing. time you roll jeans Apparently, out of uh, we be, know what we're doing for oh, the new okay. year. Anyway, um <laughs> I'm sorry. Speaking about just kind of closing up this idea of Christmas, I felt like we did really well with our Christmas budget this year. We have a couple categories that we didn't spend everything in. And so... But we had a couple that we did spend everything on and then some, right? Or no? Yes, but we still have leftover Christmas money, which is great. We ended up with still extra money bottom line in the Christmas budget. But there were some adjustments we needed to make. We realized that since we didn't do tree gifts for each other, we didn't need as much money as we had set aside for ourselves, which was where we dipped into from other places where we needed to overspend a little bit. And then there were a couple categories I felt like we either needed to add or I just basically felt like we need we had to when I looked at the Christmas budget for next year, I just had to shuffle 
some things. I added a couple categories, but I was able just to kind of move for the most part and just move money around so that it was the right amount in the right category. Such as? I don't know. I can't think off the top of my head. Oh, but you like you wanted to add a few things, didn't you? Well, okay. So for instance, I feel like every year we like to to give our, I don't even know if bonus is the right word, but for the housekeeper. And we usually just, we don't budget for that. We just take that out of your Christmas bonus to give to her. And so that was something that I decided, let's just go ahead and... Add that. Yeah, just add that in. Just anything that we know that is a certainty we will spend, let's just go ahead and add it as itemized thing in the budget instead of just saying, oh, we'll we'll find it with bonuses or whatever. Look, we're following our own advice that we get other people. Look at that. Okay, so enough about Christmas. Let's Mm -hmm. talk about New Year's. So New Year's resolutions... I is that something that you I feel like that's something you and I don't really discuss very no, much every we, year. Is that something that you typically do for yourself? No, we talk about a word. We have a word rather than a resolution. Yeah, but we don't share the same resolution. What? We don't share the same resolutions. No, but we have a <laughs> we have a talking. word that we come up with for the year. But not not me. Not always. For the last couple of years, we not have. me. Not last year. Okay. I can see who actually paid attention to the conversation who are last you? year. Mm-hmm. I feel like resolutions in the past, I used to just never make them. And then when I became an adult, well, there's two different kinds of resolutions that I discovered. You can either do a quantitative resolution or a qualitative. And I feel like quantitative sometimes sets you up for failure if you are not a follow through person like me 50% of the time. Like, I'm going to eat healthy and exercise at least three times a week. When you put a number on it, and I do really well until I fall off the wagon in about May, you feel like a failure. And so for a while, I was all about the qualitative, which was just being better (laughs) than the year before. It didn't have to be like an exact measurable thing. So you do words every year? The last couple. So what have, like, what have been some of your words? Because apparently I was not paying attention. Apparently they're not that great because I can't remember what they are. Wait, what I was think your... last year, it, I think last year was supposed to be intentional, which was what I was going to say for this year. And what score would you give yourself for intentionality last year? I think I started doing better towards the end of the year with the kids, soccer and all that kind of stuff, spending time. I don't know, 50, 50%. <laughs> Which is still an F. Yeah, thanks. Yep. I'm kidding. But you're not, teacher. <laughs> Last year, I did something completely different that I had never done before, and I kind of liked it. It mixed the quantitative, I guess maybe with qualitative, or maybe it was all quantitative. Some of it was quality. But I took the different facets of life. So I had a goal for each facet. So for instance... My financial goal for the year was for us to pay off the house. Check mark. And then, oh, another one that I reached was I wanted to read a book a month. Why are you giving me a but, face? Well, you, you're saying that like that wasn't a goal for both of us. But. Oh, no, it was. I'm just saying I'm, I'm recalling from my own memory the okay. list that I made for myself. I'm sorry if that made it sound like no. I single-handedly <laughs> pay off the 
the house all by myself. Great job. Anyway, I wanted to read a book a month, or at least like a total of 12 books. I thought that was doable. I know for those of you listening that know I'm an English teacher, that sounds like a really low number. But when you work full time and you have kids, I I didn't want to... Low number. I don't even. If I, I didn't even read one book. Last I know. Year. I but I feel like there are some people who read close to fifty books a year, which is great. That's almost a book a week. <laughs> Here you may, you're like, I don't know if I've read fifty books in my life. I may not have. I don't know. Anyway, point was, I thought that was an attainable goal, and I got a little nervous because I finished my first book in February, and then I didn't finish book number two. I think until June, but I figured I'd be able to have over summer break would have time. And I actually came in and I finished my 12th book a couple weeks ago. And then I had other facets like um, relational, which was to speak my family's love language fluently. I feel like I started out the year really strong with that one. And then chaos hit and I'd give myself maybe a C minus or a D towards the end of the year. So there, that was the nice thing about that kind of resolution is there were six subcategories and some of them I met and others I didn't do quite as well at, but I don't feel like a complete failure because I did do well with some of them. So then if you have a single word, what is your word for this year that you came up with? Probably planning. I plan. How is that different from intention? So I plan to, I, I can say I plan to be <laughs> you more plan intentional. To be intentional. <laughs> Are I, we ever going to get through no, the planning I, stage? I really, I really do want to plan more time and more activities with the kids. Because we're whether busy it's enough. yeah, I mean, it just seems like I mean, you can always find something to do. Not only just from being a homeowner, but from a work perspective, or um, you know, you have your different groups that you might be a part of like a bible study group or so i really do want to plan more just specific activities with the kids and with you and as a family and yes be more intentional about it but the planning part i think is if we can if we can do it ahead of time i think it'll make it easier to to put on the schedule rather than just be like hey i think i think i want to do something in two weeks and then so is planning intentional dressed up for Halloween? To get dressed up for Halloween? You're no, no, no. I'm saying it sounds like it's another word. Never mind. It's an what? analogy. Like that it's that planning is intentional. The word intentional, but it's dressed up for how like it's going to be something yeah, Whatever else, you want to call it. <laughs> it's not a good comparison if I have to explain it. Okay. So, okay. So how do you, how are you going to keep yourself accountable? Or like, how will you measure along the way throughout the year that you're being successful with your... Planning? Yeah. Well, I would say if we, I don't know. I I have an idea for you in just a minute. I'm going to share if you're interested. Let's do it. (laughs) You don't even know what it is yet, and you're hopping on board. If it's, if it's something to help, what's your 
word or what which what are you what are you I came back looking to, forward to for this next year? I came back to the single word thing, not on purpose. I just feel probably within the last few months I started praying, asking God to um speak to me about something, whatever that thing <laughs> might be, just whatever he wanted to teach me. I was completely open. And I, over and over and over again, regardless of what I was reading in scripture, regardless if I was in Old Testament, New Testament, books of poetry, I was reading a book, everything just kind of pointed to this idea of stewardship. And my initial reaction was, well, I already feel like I'm a pretty good, because we all, I feel like we always equate stewardship to finances and I I feel like we have a pretty good handle on trying to be good stewards with our money but stewardship isn't just about money it's everything time yes time resources resources relationships it's there's we always zero in on money but really it's anything that has been given to your care how are you handling and managing and treating it? And so I kind of came up with this word of stewardship and I thought maybe that's going to be my word for the year. And then about when did you go up to South Carolina? Was that at the beginning of November? In November when you were gone, I just had an interesting, I had the kids with me, but I just had an interesting few days with myself with getting this excitement kind of bubbling up inside of me. And I, I don't even know how to, unless I had two hours to try to explain it to you and I don't want to bore you with the story, but I was talking to my friend about some possible future prospects and things to look forward to in the future. And I was sharing something with her and I couldn't come up with a word with what I was experiencing or feeling. And I kept coming up with the word fairy tale, but that wasn't the right word. And she said, it's enchanting. And for some reason, that word enchantment or enchanting has grabbed hold of me. And I keep thinking about it. I can't go through probably several days without thinking about this concept of enchantment. And I wasn't even sure really what the definition of that, what, like if I had to describe to you, well, what is enchantment? And so I looked it up and it's under a spell filled with delight or charmed. And that's basically the essence of it. And so I have this word and there's also a question mark next to it with what does an enchanted life look like? And the more I thought about it, I'm like, you know, it's, it's all around us there are things that are available to delight us it's a lot of times we're so busy that we don't have the eyes to see it whether it's a beautiful piece of scenery like if you're riding a bike or you're out in nature or you're in a restaurant that has unusual ambiance that is just it kind of like awakens this delight in you and so I that coupled, I like, I don't know, I almost saw this connection between that word and then the word stewardship. So as much as I don't want to have two words for the year, I feel like they kind of hold hands with each other. Because I want our family 
to experience enchantment, even though I don't know exactly 100% what that's supposed to look like. Um, But I feel like that also feeds into the whole stewardship aspect of managing time well, managing relationships well, thinking about things that actually matter. And so kind of just, I'm almost on a voyage of exploration this year of finding the enchanting and every day and sharing that with my family and my friends. And does that make any sense at all? Yeah. They can't see you. You have to speak. Does that make, does that make sense? No, it does. So, I mean, I, I get we do miss a lot of things when we are busy. So, for yeah. instance, this is just one idea, right? So we, which works beautifully with your planning thing, we want to really try to have at least a date night every other week. Ideally, it would be every weekend, but we, our schedules are just too demanding with work and then the activities that the kids are involved with. But every other weekend, and I feel like we have our favorite restaurants to go to, and we just kind of repeat those places. And so for me, I would like for us to challenge ourselves this year and try new... In fact, I already posted on Facebook for our local friends if they had any recommendations. Like, I'm just looking for places that have unique ambiance, that have great food, that the service is great, just to enjoy something new. And so I, that's one area for me with dates, if we're going to go out to eat is let's try new places. I don't know. It sounded like a good yeah, idea. Uh, hey, I'm all up for uh, trying new food. And well, even so I feel like when it comes to fashion, I like to be comfortable and practical without looking hideous. But I feel like most of what I wear is bland, right? And I have nice That's because you're dressing to my standards. (laughs) Well, I don't know about that. But I have nice pieces in my closet. I just don't ever wear them because it feels like it's too much effort. But that's something this year with this idea of enchantment. If we're going to go out to dinner, I don't have to wear just jeans and a regular top that I've already worn 150 times. Like, why don't I pull a dress out of my closet that I wear maybe... Once every two years, you know, I'm just saying being very intentional, look at that. intentional with, you know, finding the beauty a lot of times with stuff that we already have and just we get lazy about things. And so that's it's going to require us to be less plugged in, too, because I think about nature, like when we go up to Georgia for the week in the summer to avoid or be very purposeful and making sure that we're not on our phones a whole lot and taking in just the beauty of like the hikes that we went on last year. Not that we were on our phone while we were hiking. That would have been dangerous, but just taking it all in. So if you want to join me on this adventure for enchantment and you have any ideas, please hop over to Instagram and let me know. I'm going to try to, to help keep myself accountable. I'm going to try to kind of catalog the things that we'll get into that hopefully be Good experiences for new experiences for us. I plan on coming up with a few ideas. <laughs> okay. Oh, I, oh I, I see what you did. Sorry, I see what but you um, did there. Well, one okay. of the ideas that I had that I mentioned earlier is this idea of us maybe having a board meeting. Okay. Maybe once 
a month, maybe probably midway. We probably need to get back into the family board meetings, didn't we? That's a whole other episode. That's that's off topic. Let me reel you back in. This is just for me and you. So if you're wanting to plan and I'm wanting to be a good steward and find things that are enchanting. I feel like such a six-year-old saying that. Find things that are enchanting. I think all of us have. Are you British now? What? Did I say something funny? <laughs> like enchanting. Oh, I don't know. Um, I do voices sometimes when I'm teaching my classes and it just comes out. I don't know. Um, I don't even know what I was saying. Anyway, board meeting. If we, on purpose, we can schedule it. We'll sit down for a coffee date once a month and look at the calendar and plan out the next month's goings on. So deciding... Is that your English teacher's... <laughs> Coles de sac. <laughs> anyway, looking at the calendar, going ahead and planning what our date nights will be and figuring out what we're going to do or where we're going to go and put that on the calendar. And then also think about our, which will help you with your planning and being intentional with the kids, the Fun Box Friday. I feel mm-hmm. like I feel like I would give us about a B minus last year for Fun Box. Mm-hmm. I feel like there were there were some that were planned we, ahead, like ahead we, of time. We did some strong ones, and then we did some really weak last minute. Last like. minute, we had to just come up with something. But I think that if we could plan, like, go ahead and put it on the calendar and get the supplies together and the things that we need. And then I also think it would be helpful, even though we know in our mind kind of what trips or vacations we're going to take. Kind of just spending a little bit of time planning them out, guessing what we might spend for those vacations. So we're specifically saving for that. And then one of the things I would like for us to sit down and talk about those of you that have been to our house, you know that it's a 12-year work, work in progress. We've done a lot of work to this house, but there's still quite a bit that needs to be done, um, especially when I'm making Brent build custom things inside the mm-hmm. house. But there's so many things. It's almost overwhelming. I think it would do us well to sit down and list all the things we would like to do, but then prioritize them. And then I think if we had an actual list that we said – this is the next project and this is our anticipated completion date that might help with planning. See what I did there? With the planning that might help us get it done. So board meeting, when do you want to meet? January already starts tomorrow. So I think we, I guess, should just have our first one tomorrow and then we'll have our next one the middle of January to plan for February and see how it goes. Okay. Does that sound good? Sure. All right. Well, it's New Year's Eve. We've done my favorite thing today, clean and organize the kitchen. We're mm-hmm. still not done. It's been five hours. But I did do other stuff. I made ranch from scratch and an Asian dressing from scratch. Made some, add bananas that truffles. were, have not made the truffles yet. But I thought part of our New Year's resolution was to plan to be healthy. <laughs> so I wasn't. Oh, you're trying to throw you, my word well, in there. Well, are you going to try to just eat all the truffles tonight? Yeah, and throw get the rest it to of away? Well, if you know us, you know we'll be in bed by 1030. We never, well, I guess you stay up for the new year sometimes. No, I don't. I'm an I old don't, lady. not anymore. 
I'm 40 going on 90, so I'll definitely be in bed by a decent time. We would like to wish you and your family a very happy new year. And we will catch you next time.